Hey guys, ECRG here, and today we're going to talk about is the resume dead? Hey guys, ECRG here, and today we're talking about is the resume dead? And unfortunately, it's not dead yet. It's dying a slow, slow, slow death. But it's on the way out. I believe unless the resume gets somehow revamped or someone creates a new way to have a resume or something like that probably a, a decent business idea if anyone is interested in that but the resume we're kind of in this in-between stage where the resume has become less and less effective but there's still not something that's a completely better alternative to just take it out completely so obviously we know that we're going to that place. Uh, we're eventually going to, I guess, not have a resume, but we're just not there yet in the terms that we, we haven't had a much better alternative that everybody's gonna have. But where do I think uh, industry is going with the resume? So obviously you know uh, the best way to get a job is through your network and I've talked about this a bunch of times on my channel. You've seen the videos. If you want to go back and look, I've done a video on best way to get a job in clinical research. And that apply, those techniques I discuss apply to other fields, not just clinical research as well. So if you haven't watched that, go back and watch that one. But what typically happens when you get a job through a network is they forward your resume onto the hiring manager or recruiter. So still your resume is still getting tossed around and still getting handled, but it's not used as the qualifier for if you're qualified for the job. Your friend's recommendation on your behalf is what qualifies you for that job. Obviously they'll glance through your resume too, but the resume is no longer the entry point for getting jobs as much as it used to be in the past. So obviously network is the best way to, to get a job, but still your resume comes in, comes into hand. Now in clinical research, a lot of you guys may know that you get hit up uh, by recruiters on LinkedIn. And LinkedIn is basically like a digital resume. And it, it can be better than a resume because you can upload uh, projects that you've worked on. You can upload, uh, I mean, people's recommendations are on there. People can endorse you for certain skills. You can upload examples of your work. So it's better than a resume because a resume is just going to have, um, you know, what you say on there. So it's going to have uh, people that have can verify that what you're saying is true and also have show you know, the potential employer what you're capable of doing. So the resume. So LinkedIn is like a beefed up version of the resume, but still a resume. And it's a searchable platform. So recruiters can search LinkedIn and look for the candidates they want. So I know a lot of people, especially in clinical research, recruiters are hitting them up uh, on a fairly frequent basis. Like I get recruiters hitting me up probably once a week, if not once every other week. So if, if you know if a few weeks go by and I haven't been hit up by a recruiter, that either means that the following week, like four are gonna hit me up, or you know some, something's wrong. If that's if that's the case, that's how I'll know the industry is is not doing well if I'm not getting hit up by recruiters. So um, that definitely matters. But, you know, you the resume is definitely 
on the downslope because people just aren't using it for what they used to use it like they back in the day how they used to use it I described that earlier um, and you know they're relying on other ways like for example if you're in the marketing department of, of clinical research you're gonna need to know how to make graphics you're gonna need to know how to maybe even edit videos or you know you know be able to write well and so they're gonna want to see examples of this work so they're gonna want to see that you can make graphics so this is good uh, maybe you have gra uh, graphics on your Instagram account or on your LinkedIn profile maybe you have examples of being able to write on on those like blog posts or you know memos to the company or whatever or memo public memo memos out for press releases or whatever marketing and communications and you know for those jobs necessarily your resume not really may not really come in handy as much because there's going to be clear examples of your work that will help illustrate to the employer better what you're capable of doing than just a straight-up list of what you've done uh, you know you can show people better than you can tell people what you're capable of doing I'm a big believer in that so is are industries moving in that direction yes especially with the increase in technology and the easier the way the way it is to more easily show your work and what you're capable of across all these social networking platforms uh, you know if you're interviewing for a tech job obviously they're gonna want to see what tech you worked on what code you've written before they hire you and this is just gonna come all the way down all the way through all of the different uh, you know genres of works all the different spaces you can be an employee in and of course it's going to come to clinical research at some point too they're going to want to see that you you know show your work rather than just tell your work you know recruiters for a while have been advocating the use of the pain letter you know write to your uh, hiring manager or or the recruiter or whatever about what you think is uh, is their pain point and how you can help alleviate that pain point so that's definitely important that matters and you know that's not a resume really that's more showing analysis that you understand the issue and that you can help solve the issue so that's that's already moving to uh, away from the resume so I think we're definitely moving in a direction that's away from the resume and you know we're already there we see the writings on the wall for the resume unless there's some kind of magical innovation to go along with it but we're already moving away from it you know and it's it's more of a formality now it's much easier to talk to somebody over Skype you know you get a somewhat face-to-face -face interaction and then you know sit there and read their resume for 30 minutes and you know it's just it's just better you're only gonna get so much you know recruiters only look at the resume for two to five seconds per applicant so they're already not using it that much. I don't know anybody that looks at cover letters. Comment down below if you look at cover letters. Because I don't I don't even when I submit for jobs, I don't even include a cover letter. Even if it's optional and they have a space for it. Because there's no way you're reading that. If you only look at my resume for two to five seconds, there's no way you're reading a cover letter. Because at least on a resume you can scan for keywords and see for what and look for what you really want cover letter is a lot more text heavy so I don't even submit a cover letter so if you guys comment down below I'm interested to see your take on is the resume dead 
is it dying in your field or from your point of view, clinical research or otherwise? And uh, what do you think is going to replace it? How, are, how do you think people are going to look for jobs in the future? What do you think is going to be, uh, I guess, the qualifier for if you're qualified for the job in the future? So if you guys have any comments, please comment down below. Don't forget to like this video. Share it with all your friends, all your homies and homettes. Hit that red subscribe button down below. Become a part of the notification squad. And email us at eliteclinicalgroup at gmail.com for any business inquiries or if you just want to network. We love hearing from you guys. All right, take care.